This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Front Porch Radio in Columbia, Tennessee, 101.7 WKOM. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin, is here to serve Murray and Williamson County. We have over 50 years of business with all the experience combined. All insurance claims, as well as unibody and frame repairs and glass claims are welcomed. Call today for selected insurance companies, 931-381-4915 Columbia, and Franklin, 615-794-1959. Or check us out at www.brownsbodyshop.com. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. 
Quick Bar convenience stores conveniently located all across southern middle Tennessee and north Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Big day, big day up in Greenville for the uh, future of uh, Tennessee athletics. Tennessee sports is there some for some reason back in the NCAA crosshairs, and it, you know, as we say around here, it sort of is what it is, and you have to deal with it. Um, I. I want to run a few things, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll take her from there. Um, this uh, first little piece that we're going to run is from the attorney general. Uh, what happened is they at ten o'clock this morning. No, I'm sorry, nine o'clock. They went in. It lasted seventy minutes. There was, if you go to my website over at tclub.team, we've been trying to follow this as best we can, and we've we've leaned on legal people because I don't, you know, I I know enough to get myself, you know, in a lot of trouble here. You know what I mean? But we've had a pretty good beat on this thing, and today one of the things that we wrote was that a couple things could have happened today. The states of Tennessee and Virginia could have called people and could have drugged this out, or they could have gone in, had a quick hearing, and that's that. They chose the latter. They had a witness from California who's also central in that California case, which is pending against the NCAA, um, chose not to call him. Where this thing pivots from here, and we'll get into this, uh, what what we may see and then what happens. Trying to predict what's going to happen today is very difficult. However, I do think if you if this was a football game, I was just talking to an attorney buddy before we came on who's got some pretty good knowledge on this deal. And he, and he said, you know, Tony, probably after last week's ruling, the NCAA basically said in their brief over the weekend hey it's been a week and you guys haven't come with anything else anything new um he thinks the judge probably has some of this written already uh because that's generally what they do uh he'll get his aides behind the scenes to um so we'll we'll see something uh in short order whatever that means now that could be later today that could be in a few days but jonathan scrimitti who will buy a vow Tennessee State Attorney General just spoke to the media a few moments ago. I want to take this, and then I want to get into what we're what we may see going forward, and what a great result of this will be. Um, but this thing's really nebulous, and 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 we'll get into that. I, there's a couple things I hadn't really considered till now that we all just want this to go away. Let's listen to Jonathan Scrimetti. Let's hear. Let's listen to him talk about the case. And remember, when you hear him talk, he's 
going to really color this thing like the state's favored and, and that's not the belief of a lot of people but let's let's go ahead and listen to this let's go ahead and listen to this all right good morning everybody uh thanks for being here Percy WVLT TBA fighting for student athletes in Tennessee I think the hearing was uh very educational um you know the the court is clearly grappling with these issues and the big issue is our student athletes getting an opportunity to find out what the actual value of their NIL rights is and one of the things most interesting that we heard is that uh even the NCAA is a little unclear on the NIL rules. At one point we heard that the student athletes are able to talk about NIL opportunities. Then we immediately heard, well, actually they can't really talk about them with anybody who's actually going to make the decision. The lack of clarity is hurting student athletes. The lack of opportunity to make informed decisions is hurting student athletes. It's not right and it's not legal. Federal antitrust law guarantees them the benefit of a free market and we're going to keep fighting to ensure that that's what they get. We'll take a few questions. What type of irreparable harm do you think that UT football, UT the university is, is suffering beyond the monetary value? Adam Sparks. I mean, we can talk about the university for sure. It's a huge contributor to the economy. Uh, you know, UT Knoxville in East Tennessee is bringing hundreds of millions of dollars in as a result of college athletics but this case is really about the student athletes that's whose rights we're fighting for here uh, and their irreparable harm is not being able to make an informed decision not being able to get the benefit of negotiation and when everybody else is getting rich off college sports and the people who are responsible for creating college sports are the only ones who aren't allowed to prosper that's a problem and it's not legal you reference the, uh, the kind of talking in circles in there. You can have a conversation, but you really can't have a conversation. When, when you know, Judge Corker, you know, kind of countered back with, isn't it against your rules that, you know, boosters are allowed or collectives in this instance allowed to have, did you think that was kind of a turning point in, in, in the hearing? Well, I never want to read too much into any one comment because there are, there are a lot of factors at play. We've got a thoughtful judge who's going to look at all the arguments in the record. But I think it's important for, for the public to understand that these kids are subject to potentially severe penalties for rules that have been changing over the last few years and that still today in a federal courtroom aren't totally clear. And it's not right to subject people to serious punishment when they don't know what rules they're supposed to be following. So I did think that was an important point that came up. Uh, about Tennessee's law, the NCAA made a point that they think the relief you all are seeking is against Tennessee's law. Do you have a, can you explain why that's not true? Yeah, so Tennessee's law says you can't pay somebody for attending the university, but obviously if you're paying them for their NIL rights, one of the factors is where they play. If somebody's playing football at Harding University, their NIL opportunities are probably a lot different than their, their NIL opportunities at, say, the University of Tennessee. And that's just a, a result of the market and the fan following. So where you go to school is going to factor into your NIL value. But you can't pay someone just to go to school. That's pay for play. And it's a, it's a weird distinction for sure. But that's where the law is. You can pay someone for their NIL rights. Those are intellectual property rights that they have. You can't just flat out pay them to go to school. Do you feel pretty confident moving forward with this? I think in the long run, we have a very, very strong case. I don't want to make predictions about the preliminary injunction. I think we put on a great case in there. We had a great argument. Uh, you never know which way it's going to go. But in the TRO order, 
The judge said that we are likely to prevail on the merits. I continue to think that that's right. Uh, the law is what the law is, and we have very strong arguments on behalf of Tennessee student-athletes. For people that are ignorant about a lot of this, like, do, do you think it's important to note that, like, as you said, in the long run, you've got, you got to think big picture. This is a, a small, small battle than do the, big, the bigger picture. Yeah, whatever happens today is not going to tell us what's going to happen in the long run. This is about immediate relief and whether the NCAA can continue to threaten enforcement of these rules in the short term. In the long run, we're fighting about whether these rules are legal at all, and that's the most important part of it. That's the big fight. So you're listening to Jonathan Scrimetti, who is the Attorney General, State of Tennessee. This um, audio courtesy of Channel 8, uh, who uh, hustled up there and got this outside of the courthouse, and we're sharing it with you here, uh, and we'll go back to this momentarily. A couple of interesting things. First of all, he's keeping the argument focused in the court of public opinion on the student-athlete. Very smart move uh, by the states. Second thing that needs to be pointed out here is he's not making any predictions on what's going to happen in this case because I, th- I think they kind of know they're up against it here. But he continues to say, and he's right on this, that in the long run, there's no way the NCAA wins. And so that gets down to endgame and inevitably what happens here, how this affects our university. We'll tackle that. There's a few there's a few uh, uh, minutes left of this. Let's listen in. And then I want to let Matt respond and Bri respond and perhaps you respond as well. Uh, we had a guest here. Uh, we were going to talk some uh, Arkansas hoops. But this thing... Um, this thing takes precedence today. So let, let's go ahead and and go back to uh, Tennessee Attorney General Jonathan Scrimetti as uh, he's speaking outside the Greenville court. Here we go. Sort of uh, agreement that you would, or not agreement, but the judge would come back with some truncated version of an injunction. Is that something you would be fine with? Or I know you take the, the judge either way, but what would you prefer, I guess? I mean, I think there are a few different ways the judge could approach this, and he, he was asking questions and suggested he's looking at all his options. You know, our goal is to protect student-athletes, and if there's some sort of intermediate relief that accomplishes that goal, I'll be very happy with it. Uh, either way, no matter what happens with the preliminary injunction, we're going to keep fighting. Can you see why an athlete maybe would have, a recruit would have a difficult time distinguishing between what they can or cannot do in NIL? Yeah, you know, it's difficult for attorneys to figure out what they can or cannot do with NIL. And we've had four years of college and three years of law school. If you're a high school kid trying to figure this out, you're going to have an extremely difficult time. And that's a big problem because the consequences are so severe. The rules are so complicated and so nebulous. It's not right to subject these kids to this, uh, you know, this unknowable situation where they're, you know, they're putting their necks out there and they don't know whether they're going to get in trouble they're making these big decisions that are going to have serious financial and educational implications for the rest of their lives. Uh, it is not the environment to, to have complicated, obscure rules. It's your understanding that regardless of whatever the injunction is, if you were to grant it, it would be nationwide. It seems like both the NCAA and the state of Tennessee has agreed that that would be the appropriate action. I mean, that, that's what we're asking for here. Listen, if, if he were to say that it only applied to Tennessee and Virginia student-athletes, meaning student-athletes either from here or coming here, that would be just fine with me. Uh, but I, I think there would be significant competitive implications from that. 
you know, we want to protect the rights of our student athletes, and that it, it seems like the fairest way to do that is to have a nationwide injunction here. A couple more questions. Jonathan Scrametti speaking outside the courthouse. Thank you all. I, uh, you know, it's important for people in a democracy to understand how the court system works, and I know there are a lot of people who wouldn't ever care about this stuff who are paying attention. So, I appreciate your coverage and hope everyone learns something from this. Yeah, he struck a he struck a really good tone. Um, and here's where we are. Let me let me go back. Um, so, and I was talking to a few people before we jumped on today. Um, First of all, first of all, we were today over at tclub.team, we did a little frequently asked questions deal on this because the truth is none of us know and he he said, "Look, the judge is going to do what the judge is going to do and the the way this goes from here is there's really and I'm going to get over my website here. This will help me as a marker. I'm over at tclub.team. I click on Tony, which brings up my talking points, which helps me to kind of keep my thoughts organized and, you know, sound uh, somewhat ready to go. So there's a couple different layers to this, but let's go with the bottom line, okay? Here are your bottom line potential outcomes now that this rests in the hands of the judge. The first outcome is, obviously, uh, he comes out whenever, this afternoon, whenever, with a written report and says, Tennessee and Virginia win. Great. Goodbye, NCAA. Get the hell off my lawn. We live happily ever after. Uh, Nico, till the day you die. Here we go. Right on. Second potential outcome is that Tennessee could lose, and Virginia, Tennessee and Virginia, I keep saying Tennessee, but it's Brit University, Tennessee to us, so the states could lose in a way that could scare the NCAA, i.e., because Tennessee's problem right now, and Marcos was talking about this, Marcos Garza last week, is that the concept of harm and showing harm, how do I show harm when I haven't been get, given a notice of allegations? It's very difficult to do that. I can talk about maybe potential harm, but then as you just heard Johnson Scrimetti go, they're, they're all so confused. And the problem with all this is that NIL is pay for play. We all know that, but they're not allowed to say it is. Which is really silly, but that's how we're getting around their law, our law, everybody's law. But it is pay for play, just so we're all adults in the room here. But Tennessee, the, the states could lose in a way that scares the NCA, which probably, probably is the way this is going to go, I would think. The judge is a smart guy. He's a reasonable guy. And basically, in his ruling... He says, hey, look, you know, this time around, you guys didn't prove this. He sort of said that when he uh, when he denied the TRO. He said, in the long run, you're on the right side of this, states. That's what uh, Scrimitti was just saying. On, in the long run, you are on 
the right side of this. Rest assured, you're going to win the war. You, you, you know, you might not win this battle, but you're going to win the war. Because inevitably, it all comes back to our Constitution. And, and really, it, it all comes back to restrain the trade. And it all comes back to the, the rights of these, of these individuals to profit. I think we all understand that. But the real question becomes, what about us in the meantime... What about Tennessee? What about the NCAA? What about their heavy-handedness toward us? So what we want to see today, if we lose, what we want to see when the ruling is handed down, and it's going to be in written form, is the judge saying something to the effect of the harm is too speculative right now, but things could change if there's an NOA granted. In other words, if the state moves against the University of Tennessee, or if the NCA moves against the state of Tennessee, or the University of Tennessee specifically, with a notice of allegations, hey, that's harm. You could be back in here. And the feeling is there's a pretty decent chance something like that's going to be in there. That would be a good loss. That would be a, that would be a quality loss. Because what you're trying to do if you're Tennessee... In this case, the University of Tennessee. The whole reason you got those two states involved is you want to show these people strength. And this is about posturing. If you go to our website, there's a frequently asked questions entry under um, the significance of Tennessee employing a high-powered attorney, which they did over the weekend who's a guy that plays for keeps. And the truth is, this has nothing to do with the injunction case that's before us right now. What this is about is Tennessee signifying to their opponent today in court, the NCAA, that they're ready to fight. Now, the hope is is that cooler heads prevail, the NCAA behaves like a rational actor, and even if the NCAA wins today, it can be a pure victory for them if they push this thing and they end up back in court. If they come at Tennessee with a notice of allegations, this guy is going to go to work, Tennessee is going to seek an injunction, they don't they can request to not end up in that Greenville court again, so they can they can end up somewhere else. Believe me, I spent way too much time on this. But the hope is the hope is that even if they lose this deal today, which is gonna really confuse fans that aren't paying attention and our citizenry that's not that thinks it's a slam dunk, they're gonna win and you know, this, that and the other. And that's okay, whatever. That's why people like me need to roll up our sleeves and do our job in this case. But even if the states lose today, which who knows? Who knows? The hope is there's enough language in there. Like what he wrote in the last ruling was getting that way, which is, look, you're on NCA, You're on the wrong side of this. You're going to lose. Tennessee, you haven't shown enough 
Tennessee and Virginia. You haven't shown me enough here. You're not getting you're not getting a TRO. I'm not giving you a temporary restraining order. But you guys over there, you guys over there need to understand something. Even though I'm ruling in your favor, you guys are still you guys are still wrong. You're still way outside the pale. And you're going to lose. So it's really interesting. It, it, this is a this is an interesting thing that's unfolding uh, before us, and it's kind of hard to understand, but really not. Tennessee's end game is to fend these guys off and to create some clarity, so they're free to move about the cabin. X wrote, "We've got uh, junior days. We've got stuff coming up. We've got guys on campus." We've got a fertile recruiting uh, period going on. Tennessee got a receiver over the weekend. Uh, They have to continue to do business. And and by the way, it is business. We're not going to pretend like we did five years ago that, you know, we're we're recruiting on our good looks. And the the ice cream in the, uh, the ice cream that's in the cafeteria. So... In terms of what's next here, and this is an interesting thing to dig down on, either party that loses has a right to an immediate appeal. Now, the appeal would happen in the Sixth Circuit. More than likely, probably Cincinnati, if if we go that route. Either case, the NCAA gets slapped down, they decide to appeal... The states get are told no you haven't you haven't made your case. When you've got a harm case such as this one I've been told, potential harm, like a potential harm to Tennessee, and say they want to get themselves absolved, get this thing cleared up before they risk whatever. People jumping off their team. I call it instability for lack of a better way of putting it. But Generally speaking, I was told that that court would be apt to get them on the docket pretty quickly so that the case could be heard. A few weeks to a few months, if you go that route. Second possibility, and this is the hope, right? If the states lose today, obviously the states win. We walk away and laugh at them. That's beautiful be a great thing. But then again, you could appeal and end up, you know, up in Cincinnati, like I said. But in the meantime, be a great win, and the NCAA might stand down anyway, which would be a celebratory day across the nation if that occurred. See, one of the reasons, people say, well, why didn't the other states join? Why would they? Why would they? If this guy rules today in favor of those states it's going to open the floodgates why do I need to jump into your case spend my own money time I mean I'm just asking for a friend here but let's go back to the possibilities stay on the task here the NCAA could win today and then stand down that's it now Tom Moore's who I've got a great deal of respect for, is making a case that he finds it interesting, and we repeated this, 
that the NCAA, he finds it interesting that they were on Tennessee's campus, what well, be 15 days ago, that all this was triggered. And there hasn't been a notice of allegations. Well, there's a reason for that. The NCAA is kind of dumb, but they're not stupid. And here's what I mean. If they would have issued a notice of allegations to the University of Tennessee while this case was pending, that would have put that would have put fuel in the state's case. Hey, look at this. Harm. Look at this here. This harm us. As it is now, this is a nebulous conversation. And really the states are left to kind of kind of um, swing and try to grasp at things, grab at things, and make this thing tangible, which is very, very hard to do, which is why you saw Tennessee issue as part of their case um, something from a declaration from Josh Heupel, which I was talking to a couple legal people, and they say, you know, that's just kind of window dressing in this case. I mean, it really, it's not going to move the bar. But it's still good to have. What would have been great to have is if the NCA would have moved on them. Then you could say, hey, whoa, 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 this is harm. Potentially, look at what they're going to do to us. Look at what they're trying to do. To, look at this. And then it becomes tangible. So, and Tom Moore's made the case, well, they're not, you know, they haven't moved on them in 13 days and this, that, and the other. Well, I think there's a reason for that. I mean, they're they're dumb, but they're not stupid. They are pretty dumb, and they are pretty silly, and they are pretty antiquated, and it is time for them to go home, uh, and it is time for them to decide, like Marcos Garza said last week, even if they win today in this deal, they need to decide, are we going to be a part of the solution going forward, or are we going to be a part of the problem? Because they can make themselves a problem. Let's move along here. So the NCAA could win and stand down. What's that look like? It kind of looks like this, where we are right now. Here's the problem. Here's the problem with this, right? Like Matt was asking me. Do they do they come, and I was talking with an attorney friend about this. Do they come to the University of Tennessee and say, hey, we're not going to do anything to you? I don't think so. They just sort of let this hang out there. Not after we saw them in court. No, I don't I don't I think that's the way you would treat like a friend or somebody you were cordial with. We're past that with these people. So let's think about this. So the NCAA the judge comes back and says to the states, You guys just didn't you didn't prove your point. I mean I'm on your side. You know, I really am on your side. I am, I am 100% with you that these people are are enacting in a way that's against our constitution. However, you didn't show you didn't show any damages here. You know, you just didn't. You didn't. You didn't make your case. And when, in all fairness, this Cremetti guy, NUT, how do you do that when nothing's been filed against you? There, this is all posturing anyway. I think is what I'm trying to tell you. And Tennessee, some people, if they lose, are going to second guess and say, well, why did they do that? 
I mean, there's a guy who used to do radio every day uh, here in town who was on a show in Nashville over the weekend saying that. Like, you know, you shouldn't have done – let me tell you something. What, what, what choice did Tennessee have? You're going to come after us. I'm going to show you some power. We're going to back this thing up. I'm for it. Whether you win this thing or not, it's going to confuse people today. If that judge rules against us, people are going to be mad at our administration. And I think, what choice did you have? Because whether you did it or not, you're going. they were going to pick on you. You already know they're going to pick on you. So we keep our minds focused on what we're talking about here, which is where do we go from here? If you win today, great. Game over. See you later. The NCAA could appeal, could keep it nebulous, could keep it ugly, could keep a rain cloud hanging over your head. They really could. They could keep a rain cloud. But even if they win, they can keep a rain cloud hanging. Either way, they keep a rain cloud hanging over your head if they want to. And I guess that's the frustrating thing, is that we're here. Isn't that frustrating? I I don't want to be doing this right now. I really don't. But that's where we are at this moment. This, This judge is going to come down with a written ruling. I was told that in cases like this where there's a TRO into the the hearing we just saw, no witnesses called. In other words, the arguments came from the stuff that was already in writing. They just did it before him. They went back and forth. He asked a few questions of this side, a few questions of that side. Apparently the NCAAs representation fumbled over a couple of answers which scrimetti talked about how significant is that tony people are wondering and i asked my people that and they said "Mm, not really i mean it's just you know semantics at this point because again the burden of proof is on the states to say okay this is how this harms us so i was told what changed between last week and this week? And the answer is probably not a lot. If we're being just in this case, the overall concept of hey, wait a second here, wait a second here, dating back to the 1880s, this is the law. You can't do that. We all know that's the case. We all know the NCA is in the wrong. Everybody listening to me knows that. That's immutable, indisputable. They cannot win. But this particular case is what we're talking about. And and in particular, how do we get this thing to go away? Well, if the NCAA stands down, what's that look like? Are they going to send Tennessee something saying, hey, you're in the clear? Boy, we hope so. But they don't have to. They could be spiteful, which is what I was just told, which I hadn't really considered. I want that to register. I hadn't really. Maybe they could. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll. Maybe the. Maybe the commissioner of the league will say, "Hey, you need to tell these people they're in the clear, so they can f- be free to move about the cabin, or they could continue to screw with us." Either way, it's not good to be here today. And as I a couple of weeks ago started grappling on the air, I told you I. I I got the sense this thing was kind of serious. It's kind of serious, if you think about that from from that perspective. 
And it's pretty frustrating because I would much rather be talking about Rick Barnes going public with his absolute hatred for Texas A&M, which I've got time for. I've got absolute time for that. So that's where things stand. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, 865-200-5402. I want to bring Matt and Brian in on the other side. I got a little long-winded there, but we had to unpack that and get into and share with you the homework we've done and where this thing ultimately where this thing ultimately could be heading because really that's the main question where's a where's this thing heading well could be heading to a pretty nebulous place which wouldn't that be par for the course could be heading into something pretty pretty murky which wouldn't that be uh I mean, when you're dealing with the NCA, I mean, would you expect anything? Would you would you expect anything? Uh, anything else? Like Scrimetti just said, these people don't even know their own rules. I mean, the, these damn fools don't even know their own rules. And so, I mean, how would you like to be an NCA? Would you be in that courtroom from those people from Nashville? Which my understanding is pretty high-powered firm from Nashville, and they had some people in there. One of them was a senior partner in the firm, a few younger guys who, I think two of whom uh, graduated from UT, just doing their jobs on behalf of the NCA. The point is that, how would you like to sit there and argue their case? Or you're on the state the side of Tennessee and Virginia and you're trying to argue a case where I'm going to try to argue damages, but nothing's happened yet. It all seems like an act of futility for me, but what do I know? We'll come back on the other side. It's extremely interesting. I want to get into Rick Barnes. We just did Virginia and Tennessee versus the NCAA. Check. When we come back, Rick Barnes versus Texas A&M. Matt Dixon, i got something great to tell you. We're going to continue on the other side as we roll it on back right after this. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224.
In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. Columbia's own 8th Annual Mid-State Classic Collegiate Softball Triple Header returns on April 2nd at the Ridley Sports Complex. Columbia Central versus Spring Hill at 10 a.m. Then it's Columbia State versus UT Southern at 1.30. And at 5.30, the Lady Volunteers face off against the Memphis Tigers. Tickets are available online at columbiatn.com slash midstateclassic. Tickets are $10 and good for all three games. The Mid-State Classic, April 2nd. See you at the game. 
Hi, I'm Kurt Green. If you're looking for a great night of acapella music, all you've got to do is come out on the 24th and you'll see us at the Cherry Theater, 7th Element. And you will have such a great time. I'm hoping that all of the community comes out and supports this wonderful concert. It's at 6 p.m. I don't want you to miss it because you can find it so easily on Eventbrite. And just look for 7th Element in France. You're going to love it. Get your tickets today. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. So yesterday, I was talking to Bino and Brian off the air. And I was telling him, telling them, rather, that I had learned that Rick Barnes, after the game the other night, had ta- and by the way, 865-200-5402 if you want to get in on our TLD Logistics phone line. We're a day out from the Arkansas game, but a couple weeks away from Texas A&M's return engagement here. Aren't sports great? I mean, who would have thought that Tennessee and Texas A&M would be having the grudge match of the century in two weeks in here? I mean, this is Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair and the Omni back in the day. Rick Barnes goes on vol calls last night, which is a you know pretty innocent, non-controversial radio show, as close to non-controversial as humanly possible, you know. And boy, does he air it out! People in Twitter Spaces know this. I, I was talking to Bino and Bry yesterday, and when you go to the Twitter Spaces thing, it's a good way to listen to the show because we talk about things off the air there. Um, and we just kind of set the show up, but we also, I'll say to them, hey, I, this is something I just heard, and we're going to keep it all here. This is Vegas. I'm not going to say this on the air. One of the items yesterday was that Barnes was furious at the antics of that goof at A&M. Even the Barnstormers have to love it that this guy is showing some testicular fortitude in this case. Some chutzpah. Rick Barnes walked up to a couple kids after that game and he was pissed, okay? Urinated off. He said, listen, when they come back here and that guy gets near that court, I want you to knock him over. The head coach of the other team. And I was told that that fired up, focused, and prepared his team after that game. They, they walked out of that place at A&M pretty freaking galvanized. Like, hey, this dude has our back. Now, Matt Dixon, could you imagine being in that locker room when he said that to his team, what that scene must have been like. Then when we play these guys in Knoxville and that dude puts his foot out over that line, I want you to hit him. I want you to run into him. Can you imagine, Matt, how that played? Uh, it's probably probably the highlight of their trip to College Station. Now, Matt, last night, how surprised are you that he said that out loud on his radio show? 
One to ten. Uh, probably like a nine. Yep. Ex- extremely surprised because that kind of takes that strategy away from you. No, it doesn't. Now everybody kind of expects you, expects it will be looking for that. Isn't it great? So, but no, it shows how upset he was with it, and and he's right. You can't be on the court. Well, not only that, so, Matt has a couple clips of the guy guarding Triple J. The guy, that guy, literally thinks he's a player, Matt. He's gotten away with it all these years. His annex on the sidelines are they're illegal, is what they are. They're yeah, illegal. It, it makes him a great fit for for A and M because they talk about the twelfth man in, in football. He's literally the sixth man in basketball, <laughs> and he's done that. Go- I mean, he did that back in his Marquette days. Yes, he did. And he was, you know, so that's and that's why he probably gets away with it. But it's it's kind of really amazing that something hasn't happened like that. Like there hasn't been some kind of incident with him, even if it really was accidental, because the guy is always on the court. Um, and I, I appreciate Barnes doing that. That's, you damn you know, I'm, straight. I'm, all, I'm always for sports pettiness, and that's absolutely. As I was told today by somebody that knows, Barnes hates those guys. He hates A and M. That's the Texas Longhorn coming out in him, and, and rightfully so. He spent a, a, a great portion of his career coaching at Texas against those people. And he has a healthy hatred for him. That's, and I don't think that's petty, Matt. For, if there's a coach's box and you're running up and down the midcourt and running all the way down to the baseline and there's a coach's box and you're constantly outside of it and then you're constantly interjecting yourself into a game and you feel so emboldened that you run out the midcourt past the timeline while the ball's in play, I don't think that's pettiness. I think Rick Barnes is saying that's enough. We've had enough of this clown. I wouldn't call it pettiness at all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, I, you know, I, I appreciate it regardless. So, it, but no, he's he's right. I mean, you know, it, <laughs> I just like that he still holds grudges against A and M for for a second, like well over a decade ago. So, I I really appreciate that. And and who knows after that performance and how just awful it was all around. Maybe it's kind of a turning point for your team in your season. Who knows? Smart move by him as well. We're going to take the focus off the fact that we just look like doo-doo. And I'm going to put the focus on this guy. And by the way, Matt, to your point, when we play that game in that arena, it is going to be so interesting to watch how their coach behaves on the sidelines. Bino's predicting a 20-point Vol win. I think the crowd there will be as oiled up as that crowd has been in a long time. How long has it been since we've seen a real grudge game in Thompson Bowling Arena? Or a real grudge basketball game in Knoxville? How many have we had like this? Real, serious heat matches. A blow-off match, if you will, for those of you that follow old-school wrestling. Blow-off match goes like this. First match uh, is a disc, uh, is a disqualification. The heel uh, got counted outside the ring. Second match, the baby face got counted out, got beat on a technicality. 
So it's 1-1. Third match, somebody's pinning somebody. That's a blow-off match. And then we're on to our next feud. We're going to see a blow-off match in Thompson Bowling Arena. And I was telling uh, Brian and, and uh, Brian, um, Brian and, and, and Bino, Jeff, yesterday off the air that I so wanted to talk about what Barnes told his team, but nobody would believe me. That's what I was saying. And plus, I just wanted to see it happen. So I didn't even want to mention it. Brian, do you believe that Matt, by Barnes saying that now, it kind of takes that strategy away? Or do you think we could see ZZ Stop or Triple J or somebody, if the guy walks out onto the court, bump into him? You could see... Buzz Williams, a.k.a. Fred Flintstone, maybe be more careful when he's in Knoxville than he was at home because he won't have the crowd behind him. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't think he would be that brazen on the road to do that kind he, of stuff. He's behaved Especially, like that. Yeah, he's behaved like that his entire career, home, away, wherever. He's acted like a fool. It'll be interesting to see if, if he'll be extra careful. Hey, Matt, imagine this, right? That dude gets out on the floor like he did the other day, foot and a half out on the floor like he does. He goes two feet over the line sometimes. Um, I mean, let's not exaggerate here. Doesn't he go two or three feet onto the playing surface at times, Matt, when he's over there calling out defenses? And he's waving his hands in the air like he's a defender. I don't want to exaggerate here. He goes a good 18 to 24 inches outside the lines, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is commonplace for him. This isn't just our game the other night. This is who this clown is. Now, he's a good good coach. And his team does funky things on defense. And they whip Tennessee's rear end the other night. I mean, there's no, no ands, ifs, or buts about that. I want you guys, and I want the listener to imagine this, okay? What would the roar be like if that cat got near the floor and ZZ hit him and knocked him to the ground? Or just bumped into him? Just bumped into him? You you, want to talk about maybe the loudest eruption in the history of that arena? And I'm not kidding. Because if it's one thing that our crowd likes, it's some wrestling stuff. They love screaming at refs. If you want to get that Thompson Bowling crowd really on their feet, either shoot T-shirts at them or get some good referee hatred going. But I'm telling you, we will do some guard-to-castle pettiness. I don't even know if it's pettiness. We will do some great guard-to-castle stuff on this guy. I want you to imagine for a second what that would look like, what that would sound like. If that cat goes out on that floor, because I'm telling you, Rick Barnes, that is not just words. He told his team after the game, when they come back here, I want you, I want you hitting him. If he comes on the floor, you bump into him. This is enough. We've had enough. Enough of this guy. This is the I love is the it. same coach, Rick love Barnes, it. who... I love it! 
This is the same Rick Barnes who wanted to fight Dean Smith back in the day. I love it. That Rick Barnes has come back. you damn straight, Brian. Yes. In the twilight of his career. Yes. Great point, Brian. That Rick Barnes, the Red Rick is back. Red Rick is back again. That's great, Brian. Red Rick is back. Red Rick Bonds. Red Rick. I'm making a little note here. He's back. Took on Dean Smith. He's the only guy. Kyle loved him from afar when he did that. I remember being a young whippersnapper and so jacked up about him. He said, I don't care about Dean Smith. He said, I don't. He said, we have a team, too. Our kids practice hard. Our kids work hard. I'll never forget that. I thought to myself, a guy that will take on the take on the establishment? That was like when my guy, at, uh, Phil Martelli, up there at St. Joe's, when they got a number one seat, he said, the audacity of us to actually go off and have a, have a season like this. And he said, I realize we're not in the Regal Society of this sport that we that that we shouldn't have things like this and that's what Barnes was saying I realize I'm just a little Clemson now he's an elder statesman though rules committee guy real insider and he's telling this dude at A&M try me try me now Matt or Bry I want you guys to tell me this seeing what we've seen of Barnes all bark and no bite, or if that guy goes on the floor, he's getting bumped into. Which one, Matt? He's just barking. Uh, he's he's getting bumped into and getting called for a T. That's exactly what's going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen. If that guy walks out on that floor like he's done every game throughout his career at Marquette, Virginia Tech, and there. And he goes out onto the plank surface. A Tennessee kid is going to go out of their way to bump into him. And it's going to be really interesting how the officials handle that. Raphalytics, Judd. Because if you know that's coming, and these guys have meetings before games. They talk about the, the parties involved, the defenses they play. Uh, you know, this guy plays this way. And, you know, these guys have this history. Of each other. They all do that. You have to do it like doing your homework. If you think those uh, that officials fly blind into these sporting events, they don't. So in their pre, like I'll call it a pre-production meeting, just what we do here. But in their in their pre-show meeting, that stuff's going to be discussed. It's very public now, and I wonder who they call the foul on Matt. Do they call T on Barnes? for initiating contact with another coach. See, this is fun. I, I like stuff. I'm for this. We need more of this in sports. This is the antiseptic moneyed sports world doesn't give us this anymore. This is Ray Mears standing on the seat uh up in uh, down in Memorial Gym in an orange gym and they're throwing oranges at him and him welcoming it. Or the guy we had on that said, "Hey, they were they were pelting us with oranges in the late 60s when I played there. The feller we had on a couple weeks ago, which was so next level. 
I mean, we're getting back to some old school stuff here. Who are they calling the foul on, Bri? If we bump into them, who's the foul going to be on? It's going to be interesting. I really think it could happen. I I don't think Barnes is playing. I think he's saying to him, uh, try me. And I got time for that. I got. To, I know some of you, look. I mean, I'm back in love again over here, Jeffrey Osborne. 865-200-540. What's my number? Barnes has got me so stirred up, I don't even know my number anymore. 865-200-5402. My friends at Bradley's Chocolate. Chocolate-covered strawberries. The 13th and 14th. That's today. Go out there today. Milk, white, and dark chocolate-covered strawberries available. They also have all kinds of confectionery treats. The chocolate-covered popcorn is insane. The truffles are insane. Uh, right on down to the fudge and everything else that they have and all the confectionery treats and the Tennessee walkie sticks and all the... I mean, trust me. And they are fully staffed and ready to take care of you. Terrific gifts. Joy does such an awesome job. 141 North Peters Road, Bradley's. Shout out Brad and Joy and, and Famiglia. I'm going to tell you right now, Rick Barnes is not playing, and I got time for it. Tennessee's not playing with the NCAA, and I got time for that. Let there be peace on earth, and let it begin with me. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. 
She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Neusen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare dual complete plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over the phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare dual complete plan. Call 855 UHC MORE. That's 855 UHC MORE. 855 UHC MORE. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. Today, I'm in downtown Columbia, Tennessee at Foodland. I'm speaking with Miles Johnson, your local grocer, right here at Foodland. Foodland is a place, is, it's friendly, folks. You come in, they know you. They're hometown folks. They'll help you out. 
And this week, they've got some specials. Miles, tell us about what the specials are for this coming week. All righty. Well, this week we have ribeye steak, six ninety nine a pound, green cabbage, sixty nine cents a pound, food club cheeses, five for ten, Kingsford charcoal, nine ninety nine, and Coca Cola twelve packs, five ninety nine each. All right. And as usual, the specials in this circular will run from Wednesday until next Tuesday, and next Wednesday you'll have a new circular out with more specials. Right? That is correct. Okay, and folks, once again, the meat department here at Foodland is the best in Murray County. Guys who grill, come to Foodland. Miles, have a great week. Thank you. You too. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. TB, back with you. We were just talking about FC Alliance during our uh, break there in... Uh, I'm pumped, Bri, because another season of MLS soccer is upon us. Are you pumped for that, Bri? We going to go down this year and see a couple games in Nashville? What? what? You're pumped for what now? MLS, Shepard. MLS. What, what's that? Back to the phones we go. What is that? Soccer snob. Hello and welcome into our next call. You're on the air. Hey, Tony. It's Orange Blood. Yo, welcome in, brother. Yo, hey, this is a great day to talk about the, uh, you know, the Barnes and yep. A&M coach and all that. Because yep. I saw a couple people, I think Lee even posted, today's the 30th anniversary of when John Chaney walked into Calipari's press conference and cut a promo on him. I'll now, kill you! Yeah. I'll kill you! <laughs> yeah, that was uh, right there in your own hometown, Temple. That uh, was one of the great moments of my life, man. I, uh... Young Calipari looked like such an absolute punk and clown up there. He definitely had that kind of that mob mob look to him. He had a punk look about him when he was a kid. Oh, yeah. So maybe we can do a uh, maybe the Beano versus uh, Pat Forty thing can happen in halftime when A and M comes to town. We put you know throw a mat out there. Matt Dixon, square circle. I guess what it would be is. We would have Matt and Forty against each other, and then we'd have to have like a guest referee that would turn on Forty. I don't know that Bino could do that. Matt, who should be the guest referee? Any idea? Who would be a good guest referee? But you, you've got a, you're on to something there. We need some heat in sports, don't we? Isn't this kind of fun that Barnes did we, that uh, last night? How about Dan Walken? No, he would turn on Matt. And Matt would get double teamed. Matt could take Wilkin. Not two on one. <laughs> I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Wilkin well, w- will be a mask wrestler, though. How, how about uh, how about uh, Pat McAfee or Dan Dockett or somebody like? No, we need that. somebody from our war. But I don't want that freaking McAfee guy. Good gosh, I'm trying to have a cool, <laughs> fun thing. Don't Marty Smith. Moron. Oh gosh. Again, if you put Marty Smith out there, Matt would get DDT. Marty Forstrall. <laughs> uh, hey, Tony, on the way out, I, I know you got more important topics to talk about, but I was looking up some of those overtime rules and talking to it with some buddies last night mm-hmm. for the NFL. I found, according to CBS, of like the 10 or 12 times that the overtime has been happened since like 2010, mm-hmm. no team that has taken the ball first, no, or excuse me, no team that has won the coin toss has won a game or like taking the ball first. 
And so you remember back when what was it Matt Hasselback or Tim Hasselback? Who was it that won that coin toss in the halftime and or overtime and said we're going to take the ball and win and ended up throwing a pick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I was talking it out with a with a buddy of mine. It's like we got deep in the weeds last night because he can get deep in the weeds on things, and I just can't figure out why you would ever take the ball there. It just doesn't make any sense. Still doesn't make any about sense. The, about the clock, you know, they they go from 10 minutes to 15 minutes, and you were talking about there's no need for a clock. The only reason I can say there's a need is maybe if they get to the end of the period and they're still deadlocked and they need a break for TV or for players like they do in the regular quarters. But other than that, you don't need really need a clock because the rules don't change. No, and there were people that were tweeting out, uh, there's a there. He's they scored with three seconds left in the game, and Tony Romo never said, "Hey, this clock doesn't matter." And he also never said, "Hey, they should never taken the ball there." But I'm glad the guy makes like twenty million dollars a year. I wonder. And then George Kittle said, "We didn't even know the rules." Uh, I went back and looked up a couple comments from 49er players, and Kittle's one of them, because Nashville Lee told us yesterday there were some. Uh, there were some um, players from the Niners that said we didn't know the rules. And the Chiefs players were all saying, hey, Andy Reid started talking to us about postseason rules back in back during our uh, summer training. So I guess uh, different strokes for different folks, but uh, they weren't they ready for that. One day, they cover it one day, and then they move on with what more important things. You know? Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nope, yeah. yeah. Nobody really is an expert on it. I mean, you just got to play your game, focus on your game. Yep. Well, listen, I appreciate you. Thank you. I think the thing that's really weird about all these sports is you've got all these people behind these benches, all this support personnel. You've got, like, if you think about the 49er organization, uh, conservatively, what do you got, 75, 80, 100 people? Nobody knows you don't take the ball in an NFL overtime with Mahomes on the other sideline. I mean, that that literally is asking for it. I'm going to give you the ball four down territory all the way down the field. Can you think of anything that rises to the level of Rick Barnes going on his coach's show last night and saying what he said? Can you imagine what the next time was like when these two teams got together? And number two, King fires back. I just got my ass blasted for giving him hell down in West Virginia. And he did get a hell of a job right here today. Good job. Three class guys. And you pick them out and single them out. You can't get that damn nigga to threaten the guy. Shut up, guys. You can't get that threaten the guy. I'll kill you. He charged him. Kick your ass. When I see <laughs> he charged the platform. I forgot all about that. That's the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'll kill you. That kind of thing in sports doesn't happen anymore. Matt, how much fun would sports be if you had more guys that when somebody was doing a press conference? Would show up and invade a press conference. How much fun would sports be? Oh, it'd be a whole lot better. 
And what a do you mean, close? Things to talk about on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> it's so aseptic now. Barnes doing that on vol calls last night because you know those guys just want to do a show and get get in and get out. They that's like the most conservative thing in the world. They don't want to sit there and they don't want to sit there and have to grapple with that. And Greg Barnes is over there saying, "Oh my God, if you can hear him running over, can you imagine?" Can you imagine those guys looking at him when he said that? Like, what are we doing? Like, this has got this has got real in here. Oh my gosh, that's so great! Oh, oh, I'm so glad Barnes did that. It was it was I was geeked enough to know that it had occurred behind the scenes. For him to say that on his radio show, Brian, people are going to say, oh, Tony, you really didn't tell. Brian, wasn't I telling you and Bino yesterday that that's what he told his kids? Yes. I can't believe he went public. Yeah, see, I he, can't believe he, he went wants public to, with it. He wants Zig, He wants one of his players to set a moving screen yeah. on Buzz Williams. He went up to ZZ and said, what I, he wants them to do. He went up to ZZ and said, I want you to bump him. And I think the reason he went to ZZ and told them that is he knows ZZ will do it. Yeah, but Ziggler doesn't need to be the guy to do that. That needs to be like one of Toby Awaka's minutes. Oh, boy, he'd hurt him. Toby Awaka would put him in hospital. Yeah, we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. Toby Awaka would kill him. Little ZZ would would make the point. Think about it. Oh yeah, yeah, it'd make the point. He'd do it. So, it, what's going to be funny is, is is Buzz Williams will probably get a technical tonight playing at Vanderbilt for being out of the coach's box. Is what's going to happen? Well, yeah, the the NCA meaningless spot. Yeah, the NCA has to get their handle around this dude. So his Rick Barnes called the cops on his party. And, and if you're an A and M fan, listen to listen. I I credit the way y'all played the other night. And if Tennessee continues to play that little guard that doesn't shoot the ball real well, um, look, it's one thing for Connect to get attacked on defense. You can live with that. He can back it up on offense. The other dude, Matt, playing 21 minutes, that, that, that doesn't need to be happening. And if I saw him on the floor, I'd isolate and go at him all day long. He could, I don't think the guy can guard me. They push him off his spot like he's not even there. This team's interesting. This this basketball team's interesting right now, Matt. And tomorrow night's huge. Yeah, but it, it's a game you sh- you should win, and I, th- I think you should you should win kind of comfortably because Arkansas is just awful offensively. Granted, they've you know had a lot of stuff off the court and haven't really had a full roster um, for much of the season, but they're just not very good. We have a really great basketball report. Real disa- yeah. If you lose that game, it's a real disappointing spot. We have a really great basketball report over at tclub.team today. We do an Alabama versus Tennessee versus Auburn schedule from here uh, comp. The, the fact of the matter is, is that from here, from here, from right now, Tennessee is plus 230. Okay. Alabama's favored to win the league at even money. Tennessee's plus 250. Auburn's plus 300, Kentucky's plus 900, and Matt's Kentucky boys are plus 5,500. 
So Tennessee is plus 250 to win the SEC. They're plus 230 to make the Final Four. Brian, are you buying, selling, or trading the Vols at plus 230 to get to the Final Four? They're, they have better odds to make the Final Four, best odds they've ever had at this season, any season, any point in any season to get to a Final Four. Plus 230 to I make think, the Final Four. Behind only think, UConn, Purdue, and Houston. I don't know if that's really great value, though. Oh, it's not great value at all. I don't think it is because, yeah, I, I would – I'd have to sell that, Tone. I hate to say it, but I just, I'd have to sell it. Vols have the 10th best odds to win it all, by the way. Tennessee's never had better odds. Tennessee has better odds to get to the Final Four than win the SEC. Matt Dixon, that's nuts. That sounds like science fiction. That doesn't sound possible. It's crazy. Yeah, but what are you? I guess you're two games back in the, in the yeah. SEC standings. Yes, so. you are. Um, yeah, I mean it's pretty close. I, I'd say you have a better chance of, of winning the E or of winning the SEC. Maybe kind of a split title, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with Brian on the Final Four deal. It's not great value, and there's no way I would I would play that. Back to the phones we go. Ten to one to win it all. How about that? How about those app- apples? How about those apples? Hello and welcome into our next call. Hey, Tony. It's Marty. Hey, Martin. Um, too bad we still don't have Plavi. Um, Barnes would, would have to say anything to him. He'd play him eight rows back without any prompt. Well, he would. That poor coach, oh, they'd be scraping off bits and pieces of for, him. That'd be the end of him. Yeah, that guy would have... Uh, like a body part up in section 119 up by where Philly sets if you put Plavi on the case. True. Let me ask you something. I sent my notice a month ago, six yeah. weeks ago. Um, I don't remember who Kentucky was playing, but I was slipping through there. And on the um, near the visitor's bench where they've got the long press table, you know, that goes, you know, three-fourths of the middle of the court there, there was a video board on the, on the visitor's side. And I noticed that when um, – you know, the visiting team was in front of that board, you know, mm-hmm. like second half. Mm-hmm. There was some incredible graphics. I mean, loud graphics playing as far as visual, just a mm-hmm. visual bombardment. And I thought, man, that's got to be annoying to, um, you know, the visiting team right there on the end of the court. Is that and A&M? Not, Are you talking about A&M? No, no, this is Kentucky. This was a Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. About, about okay. Six weeks ago. Uh-huh. And, and another day, I was when I was watching, I noticed they had not done that, and I just I just wonder if you'd heard anything like that, or did they tell them to tone it down, or was that a you know a visual distraction? It just it just caught my eye that they weren't doing it as they had you know five six weeks ago. Well, that's interesting. What do you remember the game that you saw that no, against? I, no, I usually type Tennessee games and uh, Kentucky games, uh, interesting. Auburn, but uh, I don't I don't remember which that was. I meant to write it down, but. Anyway, it just caught my eye. I was going to bring it up there and see if you'd caught, you know, caught wind of it, or maybe maybe one of your uh, other listeners there may have seen that. But, it's a, it's, uh, it's anyway. inter- Thank you, Marty. It's interesting. Thank you for bringing that up. So have you noticed, to the living listener, that Kentucky early in the year was using their graphics package rather loudly, perhaps, as a distraction for the visiting team when they have the ball on those um, on those. Uh, boards that now exist i guess there's like led boards and they exist everywhere with the flashing messages i noticed when tennessee played at vanderbilt 
that when we were on the foul line, there was a shine and a flash that kept appearing on the floor right in the lane when Tennessee was uh, attempting foul shots. I did notice that. We called that out on the post game. Matt, you think these uh, teams do that for effect and to try to gain uh, some sort of home field advantage, home home ice advantage? What Marty brings the smart up? One, the smart ones certainly do. Yeah. I mean, any edge you can gain, you've you got to take it. Yep. Look, I think in a lot of these gym, gyms, I think you're having crowd noise pumped in. I think in a lot of football stadiums, you have crowd noise pumped in. Uh, and why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? I, I remember during um, oh, um, the whole COVID thing, like when we had the crowds and they would pump in the fake po- crowd noise. And I was thinking, you know, that sounds just like crowd noise in a lot of these stadiums. Jay, I wonder why. If you don't think in a lot of these places, including arenas that we frequent, here, there, anywhere, that they're pumping in noise, they're pumping in noise. I would pump in noise. Why wouldn't you pump in noise? Why wouldn't you? A little extra juice. I mean, we have the technology to do it. Throw it right through. Uh, synthesized crowd noise. Why wouldn't you do it? I'm convinced down there at Vanderbilt, when we were shooting foul shots, they were they were using some psyop stuff. They were going for the psyops. Let's go back to our phones. We'll go through these schedules here in a little bit. I want to do that. Because Alabama's got a very difficult schedule left. They've got at Kentucky. Won't be a walk in the park for them. They've got at Ole Miss. That'll be an interesting basketball game. They've got us in their building on the 2nd of March. And then all of a sudden at Florida on the 5th of March. Hey, the guy at Florida, Matt's done a nice job there. Very quietly. That golden guy's done a nice job in his second year there. Good for him, by the way. Yeah, I think he's got a really a really good team. I don't I don't know why the the metrics don't really you know show that, but um I think they're kind of I mean they, they should make the tournament. Yeah, they, I agree. They're kind of a, one of those dangerous teams that could that could win it win their first game and put a scare into a, one of one of the higher seeds in the second round. I think they got some pretty good guards. I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to play them in the tournament, guys. They have a little bit of a mix and he's pretty good coach. He did a nice job at San Francisco. And uh I would not want to play them in the tournament. Let's go back to the phone. They're one of those teams that if they get in could really make some noise. Be just like Florida to get get in there and go on a run with this dude. He's a much better coach than Danny's brother. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hi, you're on the air. 865-200-5402. Let's try this again. Hello, you're on the air. Welcome in. All right, let's get our next call in. Hi, you're on the Tuesday edition. How are my French compatriots doing today? Hey, Dobby, you're welcome in. I'm so fired up about this swatting the buzz plan. <laughs> it got me so fired they up. They want to knock him. Bart said, on the air, I'm going to knock him to the ground. It's so awesome. I want to run into him. 
right on his coach's <laughs> show. I know. Does, does he always wear that vest and tie combo? Is that his status? I mean, his, his uh, common dress as a coach? He does. Well, I Different color on each on the back of each. I, I could see him on his tiptoes. And we hit him, and he's out there rolling around on the court with that vest on. Yep. Now, our player is going to have to fall and do kind of a Johnny Knoxville move. He's going to have to act like it, you know, uh, hurt our own player if he hits him. He's got to fall. You know, he can't just hit him and run. You see what I'm saying? How about if he gives him like a forearm chevron and just runs him over, just trucks him? Knocks him off his feet. W. Lynn sends him, uh, sends him airborne into the into the uh, the table over there, the scoring table. And the guy like hits his head on the side of the table. I don't want to injure a man, but I would like to see him rolling around on that court. He puts his hands over his head like he's making the he's safety guarding. signal yeah. in football. <laughs> you know, it's like well, Matt has the other night. Matt has a still of him. And I sent it to uh, uh, Chuck the other day. Uh, Matt has a symbol of him, uh, a still of him. A picture. Yeah, where Triple J has the ball right in front of their bench, and he's reaching for the ball. I like know. he's going to take the ball from him. I'm like, Chief, you don't play. First of all, you're middle age. Secondly, you're white. And thirdly, you're annoying. You don't play. Triple J could have spun with that ball and hit him square in the face. Which would have been so next level if he had just showed him the ball. Then we'd have had to stop the game because the coach is bleeding. I am so I am so for Rick Barnes coming out last night and doing what he did, W. Lynn. I freaking you want to talk about galvanizing our fan base. Can you imagine what that stadium, that arena would sound like if somebody did run into that guy and knock him to the ground? It's going to be great. And I I love what Rick Barnes did because that was a game, you can't talk about X's and O's. We just played bad. Everything went wrong. They hit every shot they threw up. So, you know, just move on and let's get the buzz. Let's get the buzz. Swat him like a fly. Yep, buzz ball. But, yeah, why talk about what went wrong in the game? That's not going to do anybody any good right now. No. Keep the focus on that clown over there. Maybe he could wear a placard around his neck that said NCAA representative. I was talking to somebody about that last time out he took, and I said, "What, what was that about? And he said, Tony... They brought that Pat Adams over there, and he wore him out. Called him weak for not calling that time. <laughs> he went after him. I mean, Barnes was hot. hot. How mad did Barnes have to be two nights later to go on his coach's show and do that? That is the greatest thing ever. How mad he is. How mad. So great.
Yeah, we got to win these next two games. Usually there's a, a group of UT alums from Memphis that try to get into that Arkansas game, so I hope they make it, you know. And uh, But, yeah, the, I can't wait for the A&M game. But we have a baseball game that, that day, Tony, at 2 o'clock. I wonder if uh, Matt Dixon is a subscriber to Hustle and Flow Television. Matt Dixon, how do I get Flow TV so I can watch my baseball balls this weekend? What is Flow TV, Matt? you got to be kidding. Is that what it's on this weekend? Yeah, it's not on regular television. It's on something called Flow, F-L-O. I thought the Major League Baseball Network would cover a couple of those games. Nope. That was uh, the other uh, the thing down in Houston. This thing we're playing yeah. in is like a cost-cutter deal that's on Flow TV. Matt Dixon, tell me about Flow TV. Tell me and Brian, take us under wing here. Flow. Uh, I've been meaning to look it up myself. Um, Matt Dixon. Is, uh, is that the same thing the, those basketball games in, in Europe were on over the summer? Brian Hartman, what is Flow TV? I don't know. That's a great question. Brian Hartman, what is well, Flow TV? I remember years ago, one of the first shows I could ever remember watching, old enough to remember, would be the the Brian? show called Alice. And so help me God, if you bring flow up, if you bring flow up from Alice, Brian. So help me God, I'm going to cut your mic. I'm Brian. Well, that's the only flow I know. That's all. That's all I know about. No, W. Lynn, you like that? You like the flow from the progressive commercials, W. Lynn? Don't lie to me. Oh yeah, that's I forgot about her. Yes, you kind of have the hots for her. You do, I think. You do. Oh, boy. And they, they've kind of made her look better over the years, good old Flo. <laughs> I knew you liked her. I knew it. I knew it, W. Lynn. I knew it. All right. Thank you, W. Lynn. Let's look up Flow TV as a, as a listening as a listening audience here. Flow TV, Flow Sports. Uh, they've been around for 25 years. Thousands of events streamed. They stream things like dirt track racing. Um, they, let's see here. So, are we going to go with the flow this weekend? They flew, they, they stream the Lucas Oil events, the IBJJF, the SAC, the Big East, NASCAR, USAF, USHL, ECHL. They have ECHL hockey on there. Uh, they have USAC racing on there. Um, the CAA on there. World Cup something. Uh, lacrosse. Um, Basically, you can stream. It's an app you get. You can stream it. Hustle and flow. Flow TV. Matt, what's it cost? Any idea? You can get it on Android, iOS, Apple TV, Roku, on your Fire Stick, on a Chromecast. Matt, tell the truth. I want to know how much of a degenerate you are. Will you be getting Flow TV to watch the baseball balls this weekend? Yes or no? We do play Sunday night, by the way, in that tournament. Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. 
yes, I plan on what? getting it. Me too. What's that say about us that we're going to subscribe to Flow TV? Well, you're you're getting it to watch the coach, which I guess my wife is too. But I'll be watching the game. What is a coach? <laughs> oh, y'all! Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the guy you're sending the the chocolate covered strawberries to. Hey, Bry. Hey, Bry. Put put him on the list. Put him on the list, Bry. Put him on the list. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. Brian, will you be getting Flow TV this weekend? Are you coming I to will, Casa de Basilio? I will dial up the UT Sports and put it on the on their little app they have. But they're not going to have the, they're not going to have TV the TV. And I'll version. follow it that way. They're not going to have the television broadcast. You're not going to see the white teeth, the uniforms, the game, the deal. I'll follow along. How's that? Wonder how many. And then trial- I'll highlights later. Matt, what would you say the number of Tennessee fans that get trial subscriptions for that for the weekend? I'll set the number at 3,000. You're going to go over or under that. Tennessee fans everywhere that want to watch baseball. Uh, I'd, I'd go under that, but not by much. Take a brief timeout. There is the love, the love, the love, the love. Come back on the other side if you want to jump in on a day where State of Virginia and Tennessee versus the NCAA is now in the hands of the judge. A day where Rick Barnes has gone for some vigilante justice on A&M's head coach. And personally, I have time for it. Because I said enough already. Enough already to the NCAA. Enough to that guy. I mean, look, he looks like a nice guy and a nice coach. Guy's a banty rooster, man. Protect your players. The great Aaron Tippman once said, you've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. You've got to be your own man. You can't be some puppet on a string. Never compromise what's right. Uphold your family name. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Celebrate love with Tillis Jewelry's exclusive Valentine's Day pink box special. Surprise your special someone with an exquisite piece from our collection, elegantly presented in a charming pink box. Each box comes with delectable chocolates and is adorned with a beautiful white bow. My name is Jenna, and this Valentine's Day, let's make it unforgettable. Because when you choose Tillis, you're not just giving a gift, you're creating a moment that will be cherished forever. 
Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin, is here to serve Murray and Williamson County. We have over 50 years of business with all the experience combined. All insurance claims, as well as unibody and frame repairs and glass claims are welcomed. Call today for selected insurance companies, 931-381-4915 Columbia, and Franklin, 615-794-1959. Or check us out at www.brownsbodyshop.com. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager at Columbia Ace Hardware. We have changed our store hours to better serve our community. Columbia Ace Hardware is now open from 7 to 7, Monday through Friday, from 8 to 4 on Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us show you customer service that can only be found at Columbia Ace Hardware. This is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Surex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. 
Minutes matter when you call 911 for a heart attack, and Murray Regional Health is ready to care for you. Utilizing the state-of-the-art cardiac cath lab at Murray Regional Medical Center, our team of expert cardiologists and experienced clinical professionals are equipped to investigate heart conditions quickly and perform life-saving interventional procedures. Go to murrayregional.com heart to learn more. And remember, always dial 911 when you or someone near you is experiencing heart attack symptoms. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. In Tuscaloosa, we live by the blue-collar basketball motto. Stepping back, deep three, bottom. Hard work. Two on one, driving, stepping through, tough shot, got it to go. Dedication. Front court to the rack. Oh! And teamwork. Play the song for the champions of the Southeastern Conference. Join us for every game right here on your home for Alabama basketball. Right here, Saturdays on WKOM 101.7 FM. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. Hi, I'm Kurt Green, and I'm with 7th Element, and we're going to be in the Columbia area at Columbia State Community College at the Cherry Theater, February 24th. That's Saturday, February 24th, and we would love for you to be there. You can get your tickets on Eventbrite, and just look for 7th Element and Friends. Concert's going to be at 6 p.m., 6 p.m., and you can find us at 7thElement.com, 7thElement.com. It's February, and love is in the air all month. There's no better time to find your perfect match than this month with Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. From now until February 29th, get a free UV light when you purchase select new HVAC systems from Hiller. It's the perfect pair for cleaner, healthier air inside. You'll never be more in love with your home. Find your perfect match today at happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the happy face truck today. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Tina the Bee back with you. It's un- unbelievable, Andy. I mean, we're almost through our second hour. This show's flying. I mean, it's flying today. And Rick Barnes, I love you. Okay? I love you. You have no idea how appreciative I am of what you did last night on Vault Calls. And I mean that. Back to the phones we go. Hello and welcome into our next call. You're live on our Tuesday Hi, edition. Tony. Appreciate you calling. Hi, Tony. Hey, welcome in. How we doing? Pretty good. How you doing? Oh, it's a blessed day to be alive. Amen, amen. Did you by any chance um, check out the um, Josiah yesterday on the volunteer locker room? Are Are you talking about the feature on him uh, and his book club? 
Well, no, he he really didn't talk about the oh, book okay. club. No, I didn't. No, what, he, what what did he say on he, there? He was a uh, uh, spoke very highly of all his team members and their effort with everything that's going on. He he really uh, tried to inspire them as well as encourage them from his point of view, uh, and he seemed to be very knowledgeable about the situation, you know, uh, but he was more or less trying to keep them uplifted, uh, especially with their upcoming games and things. And I thought that was really interesting uh, of, of uh, him as a young man and a, te- a true team player. I'm going to tell you something about him, um, Peggy. That guy is, you talk about class personified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a yeah. first, first class human being. The way exactly. he comports himself. Yeah. Um, if I ever bumped into his parents, I, I would convey that to them. You did right. one great job with this young man. Because that, um, that kid represents himself with a lot of class. A lot of class. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And I really hope his team members were listening. You know, I really do. I, co- I completely agree with that. Definitely, yeah. So I just wanted to comment on that. Well, thank you so much for your wonderful yeah. call today. And it's always good hearing from you. Back to the phones we go. Thank you, Peggy. Great call. Hello and welcome into our next call. You are live in the season of love on the show of love. We give love. Good love, as great Whitney Houston once said. Hello and welcome in. Tony, what's up, Ryder? There he is. He's in the ridge. Hey, man. Yeah, great call, Peggy. And great call. You've had, some, you've had some really good new callers in and Yep. I'm enjoying it, man. It's um, called growth, broader growth. So I see that they had, somebody had a, a power T flag up there at the courthouse, which was, I don't know how to feel, but you think we could have gotten like a ring out there and just had Tony Balls and like his opponent was the NCAA and just have him do like a UFC, just take down of the guy? <laughs> You know, Sammy, I uh, I like the visual of that. You'd have Tony Valls <laughs> in one of those UFC singlets. There you go. Going after <laughs> something called the NCAA. What would the NCAA look like, Matt? Who, who could we put? Like, you know, we could put. We could like take. Uh, Road. Uh, you know, <laughs> they'd look like uh, Pharisees and Sadducees, Tone. We could take Matt. Couldn't we take in an outfit, put like um, Pat Forty in an outfit, call it the NCA, and let Tony Valls and a couple of his MMA wrestlers just go in there and have their way with him? Get him on the ground and do all these moves on him? Triangle choking. Yes. Put, put him through the Spanish announce table. That's <laughs> <laughs> The poor Spanish <laughs> announcers used to have their gear destroyed so much on the old uh, in the Attitude Era. That's a great line, Matt. Tony, this this basketball team. Oh, 
man, <laughs> you know, I love I love the comment too, and I'm all for him firing the team up. But damn, you know, let's do our talking on the court. You know what I mean? Like that was just I don't know. I mean, Sh- I guess should we stop the Phoenix topic. talk for a while? Is that kind of what you're what you're getting at here? Are you thinking the Phoenix talk could well, have been Tony, a little premature? <laughs> Listen, man, you know, you think they're turn they've turned the corner and mm-hmm. you know, we go into rough and just obliterate them and you're like mm-hmm. and then they turn around and just look just horrible and i don't know man it's Uh, sammy the nature of the sport here there and everywhere even among the top teams and tennessee certainly one of them is that when you go on the road you can lose to anybody it's just the nature of the sport and in the nba it's just not that way and like last night the sixers went and beat the hottest team in basketball they didn't have three of their starters. They have like a mash unit team, and they have a collection of gypsies and scrubs. I mean, they had Kenny Martin Jr. out there playing real minutes last night in an NBA game, and they went to Cleveland and won a game. And, and so that happens so frequently in, in professional hoops and in college hoops. It's so hard to win in somebody else's building. It's just like Tennessee Wednesday night. They should win that game. But it's not going to surprise me, Sammy, if they get beat Wednesday. It's a huge game, by the way, for the Vols. Huge game. Well, I mean, historically, that's one of the toughest places to play in the country. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. this year is not the case mm-hmm. because they've been bad. But yep. have they won their last two? Or? Yeah, they're, they're, they're getting guys back, and they're a little healthier, and they're starting to play together. But for the most part, this has been a group that has not played well together at Arkansas, and this is a group that it's ironic we're playing them on Valentine's Day, maybe, if you believe what you read. Well, yeah. I mean, it's you got to bounce back. I mean, they can't come out like they did the other night and just get, you know, letting those offensive rebounds. These guys, I mean, we obviously know what they can do. Yeah. And, man, just go out and do it every night. And if the three ball is not dropping, you got to go inside. They could have gone inside on A and M with Awaka and Adu. I feel like, but <clears throat> I don't know, Tony. That game but was 70- uh, that game was over. Let's see, first TV timeout. That game was over. Tennessee had zero zero juice in that game. Zero juice. Like if they were if they were your watch battery. Or, or your, no, I mean your phone rather. You to look down, and that was that was a day you forgot to plug your phone in. That thing was on fifteen percent when it started, and it was like at seven percent by the time the first TV timeout happened. Goodbye, phone. Well, well, yeah. well maybe that's what this team needed. You know, uh, yep. Buzz Williams, yep. which looks like his top button's going to pop off at any second. His head's so bloated. I mean. Maybe that's what this team needs, and he needs to just tell this team, and he needs to just let them go and tell them, you know, you're going to go into this game. You're yep. the, you know, the favorite team. You go in here and you stomp this team into the ground. Sammy, my buddies, my my buddies, Sammy, um, think you have credibility when it comes to um 
uh, burners and 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 all things endo uh, and the hooch hooch and the hoo hoo and the woo woo. What would you and think would be in between? What would you what would you subscribe to the coach at A and M to calm him down after watching his act on Saturday night? Now it's legal out there in Colorado. Do you have a couple of brands you'd recommend for a guy like him? A couple of products. Well, I go back to the movie Old School and at the party. That's yes. what he needs. They just need to train him right in the neck. That, those aren't products. Not, I was looking for real-world solutions. <laughs> Is there well, a way to calm that dude down? Could Would CBD oil work on him? They'd have to rub a whole bottle into that big bald head of his. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a... <laughs> his head looks like it's going to explode. I mean, the guy needs... He really honestly needs something. And for him not to get teed up, that is just absolutely ridiculous. Hey, Matt, that guy or uh, Butch Jones, who's more silly acting on a sidelines? That dude or Butchie boy? <laughs> Kick him in the jimmy. That guy, Coach, like Coach, Coach Buzzcut, that guy would turn red like that. Oh, yeah, he does. Butchie boys, I mean, Butchie like- Boy was so fun. The way Butchie Boy would turn purple on our sidelines, literally purple. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen a human being do that. <laughs> like, that's a party trick. The ability to make your face look purple on contact. Think about that, Sammy. What did he say about Juwan Jennings? Did he, like, wasn't he trying to, like, take credit? He for, tweeted out. Like, he tweeted out that play. He tweeted out that play. What what game was that, guys? They ran that play, the 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 pass. Was that the Florida the, game? The uh, Florida, Florida, Florida game yeah. in 2015. He tweeted that out the other night during the Super Bowl. Want everybody to know? Hey, we've done that before with him. One of the greatest plays ever. <clears throat> well, Tony, listen. I'm not. You know, they've got time, and if they could figure it out, yep. and just consistently play. You know their game and. They don't even have to play a damn A plus game. Like they can play C B games and beat I mean, but they just can't come out and like that the other night. In time it could have been so much more, Sammy. Thank you. Later, brother. Time it could have been so much more. We're no doubt heading for a TLD logistics overdrive overtime. Matt, do you realize how close Juwan Jennings came to being Super Bowl MVP forever and ever, Amen? Oh, he, he was going to be at the 49ers one, no doubt. It's unbelievable. Speaking of that, speaking of Super Bowl MVPs, T. Higgins would have been Super Bowl MVP if the Bagels had hung on two years ago. There you go. Two out of three, Tennessee, the state of Tennessee, could have produced Super Bowl MVPs. And how many did they get? And unfortunately, their teams couldn't hang on. That's a pretty Tennessee thing. From two out of three to oh That's out of just, three. Yeah. That's pretty... Uh, Pretty Tennessee of those those teams around those guys. Uh, Juwan Jennings was the man the other night. We're going to go to a uh, TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime. I want to thank Dudley Dawson for not appearing today on the TLD Logistics Hotline, as he will appear with us tomorrow, previewing the backs. We will have the backs covered. 
and the latest on this NCAA case over at tclub.team, tclub.team, tclub.team. Check out our blog there today. It's excellent. Tons of information. We spent some time on it yesterday. In the meantime, um, we are going to do an overdrive overtime presented by TLD Logistics. That is our app-only offering where things could get a little cray-cray. little cray-cray. But in the meantime, I want to thank Bradley's Chocolate. Remember, chocolate-covered strawberries today, tomorrow. Milk, white, and this year, dark chocolate. Available right now. Fresh, factual, and furious. 141 North Peters Road. The chocolates, the gifts, it's all there for you. Go and be a hero. Be a hero. In the meantime, I love you. I appreciate you. I thank Matt. I thank Bri. I thank the radio listener. I thank you for spreading the word, Thunderbird. What's the price? 40 twice. I hope you have a Dwight Gooden. And uh, God willing, we'll come back again tomorrow and do it all over again, again, and again. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.